Welcome to the Trophies and Medals podcast where we discuss sports, fashion, music, and entertainment. Where trophies are temporary and medals are forever. What side are you on? Welcome back to the Trophies and Medals podcast. It's your boy Batman with the Ebb Tide crew. We got Raheem Goodell, Tony Love, Ebb Tide King, and we got Dirk 504 on for the first time. What's good, fellas? Doing good, yeah. Doing good. All right, going uh, as always, hey. we're going to be jumping into uh, sports. We got the NFL games and matchups. Some uh, some epic failures happened again. Uh, break down break down the NBA Finals. Uh, and getting to Raheem's business on his Vegas trip for the Saints game. Um, but first thing first, uh, since we got Dirk on for the first time, well, as we always do, uh, go through our questions just to see the energy he's going to be bringing to the podcast. Uh, I know this answer for the first one, uh, brown or white liquor? I drink water. <laughs> I don't drink alcohol no more. <laughs> Good. We do well, enough for, for, when for I did everybody it with, else. When I, when I did it with Brown, though. <laughs> um, okay, so see, that's why he had to quit. See, that makes sense. Now. <laughs> um, next, what about uh, favorite teams? Um, 49ers. Teams. Uh, 49ers for, you know, football. Um, college or with um, LSU. Uh, NBA, I like the Mavs, but since New Orleans got a team, rock with them too. So you know, Mavs and Pelicans, and um, I don't really watch MLB, so I don't really fool baseball that much. But as far as boxing, that's my sport. Uh, I like Errol Spence, so those, you know, that's where I rock with. That's what's up. Um, next question: No limit or cash money? Cash money. Shit, that bitch be on every time. All right, with cash money, who's your favorite <laughs> hot boy? BG. See? We got some serving ass people in these streets, hey, boy. <laughs> hey, BG been winning by a landslide. I don't think when we had one person. That's how we know it's the, we got some disturbed people from the city of New Orleans, boy. That's why we can't be trusted in these streets, boy. Mm -hmm. And the last question we got seafood gumbo or seafood boil? Damn, man, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> Seafood bosses, that's all I get out here in Texas now. <laughs> all right, yeah. Shout out to Floyd on that. All right, but um, first thing I want to get into, I know the last few weeks we've been talking about music opening up, but uh, with this happening again, the Falcons, I know I need to hear from my Petty Saints fans. Um, ain't no way that this dude survives to Monday with his job. Like, how many times do he got to keep failing in these epic proportions before they just clean house? It didn't necessarily really his fault, to be honest with you. It's really the defensive coordinator at this point. But he has a defensive, defensive background. <laughs> he, he, former defensive coordinator for the uh, Seahawks. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's just kind of like one of those situations where, I mean, like today, I was literally just kidding. I was like, there's no way they could possibly lose this game. And they lost it to Chicago with against Nick Foles. Three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. And wasn't like in like five minutes or something yep. crazy like yeah. that? Yeah. Gotta be fired, man. Gotta be fired. I can understand this is like the first time, but this is like back to back on top of the Super Bowl. Back to back and the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. You can't come back from that. You gotta go. I know what's gonna happen too. I'm see, I'm watching the highlights. I'm watching the highlights, and I'm like seeing them roll up all these points. And I'm like, watch. It's just a matter of time before Chicago come back. And look what happened. Missed tackles, blown coverage. It just that's 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 like saying with the Saints, if Drew Brees out here throwing all kind of picks, isn't Peyton gonna be kind of the person that's held accountable more so than if the defense is failing? Because Peyton the one is calling. Peyton the one calling plays. Yeah, but because of the fact of um, Drew Brees' status, I don't think they'll put that all on Peyton, though. Where this here, like you said, it was clearly defense. And he's a defensive-minded person where Hanwell, he didn't come in here and kind of make some adjustments on the fly himself to try to save the day. You know, that's where this kind of falls on him. Well, first of all, why are you trying to put the same side there like that? Why are you put Tennessee? You know, with that bullshit. But bullshit. I didn't say, I said, what if? I didn't say that y'all was doing it. Now, if you want to go there, we can go there. So how about Tennessee? Tennessee looking like that sloppy. With they know At 3-0. At 3-0. One, one turnover all year. Oh, we taking shots. He going to make sure to throw that 3-0 <laughs> out gracefully, boy. He, he going to ride trickling us. He going to just lay that up all pretty. So, yeah, so, okay. We'll see how you roll in the day. But, yeah, your boy that was had a pretty good game. Your boy had a pretty good game against uh, Tennessee, your boy from LSU, Jefferson. Yeah, he was balling out. He was uh, – but the problem was we got cornerbacks my age trying to guard that young boy out there yeah. killing uh, Joseph. But, uh, yeah, he did his thing. He had almost 200, something crazy like yeah. that. I know he had like yeah. a buck 50 each by all time. I had him yeah, on the yeah. bench, nigga. That shit was hurting. I seen him on my bench. I'm like, oh god damn, this is hurting. You know, I'm clear to win my win this week, so I'm cool. But that hurt seeing that that 25 just sitting there gracefully in the, on the bench. Yeah, once we started putting safety help over there, cause we was just putting one one on one coverage on him, disrespecting him. He just was killing whoever we was lining up on him. But yeah, that's why Jason. And no time soon. Oh, not at all. Twin yeah. but I, uh, I think. Uh, for the Super Bowl, I think uh, with Atlanta, I think it was a combination of both uh, Quinn and and um, man, Shanahan. Right. Oh, Shanahan! Nah, don't, Shanahan. Don't, bring, don't bring Shanahan in there, man. Leave Shanahan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination. You, you, you up twenty five, and you still passing the ball, not taking, not taking anything off the clock. So, I think it was a combination of both. But this right here is just. I think it's classic Falcons. I don't. I don't think you you put it on Quinn all all together. You know the Falcons find classic way to lose. Is it, is it I think I think they just gonna hold them accountable though. Because I mean they need somebody to bury. You know because I mean they in a hole right now. So I think they're gonna make him the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, 
something like I said, you, you got to make a decision because it's, you know, they had last year where they almost made a decision. They had a meeting with them and just rolled out with them. But, you know, but at this point. They fight all the coaches. They fight all the other coaches and try to bring in a whole new coaching staff. And then now you're still doing the same thing. Even though, I mean, this is a crazy year. Nobody didn't really get a chance to work with their teams like they normally do. But this is still typical Falcons fashion, though, at the same time. So it's not like this is something new mm-hmm. and everything. It's just, it's just the fact they make a history now. Just being the first team ever in, in, in football to lose two games, being up by 15 going in the fourth quarter, back-to-back weeks. Like, that shit ain't never been done before. And they changed a whole bunch of personnel. So you can't say – is the right. talent on the field. You know, only common denominator for the most part is Matt Ryan and Julio. Yeah, right. But Aaron, uh, Julio, everywhere else. He didn't play today. And no, he didn't, didn't play. Julio. Kelvin really been balling all year, though. Thank you. Fantasy football points. I need, huh? Tennessee, I need Tennessee defense to uh, do some goddamn things. Well, yeah, we can't tackle. That run game looked horrible. And that, uh, that secondary. We were trying to blitz. And leaving people on the islands and that shit wasn't working. You know what I say. Thanks for all this. So we can get to some wall. So. Uh. Uh, so what y'all think y'all gonna do against them Packers though? Well, yeah. That's gonna be tough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Breaths. <laughs> we'll see. You know. Well, It'll be fun. That's like this. If this if it's a prime time game. It's always it's always something that Peyton and Drew and, and the team as a whole always show out. Now at home, though, y'all road. We we was winning on the road last year. Well, outside of you know this Raiders game, which you're not gonna talk about with you know two ref calls or whatever that allow y'all to get into it. So all of a sudden, somebody decided to show up on social media and be a pro pro Raiders fan. But we're not gonna talk about that right now. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, relax. I got have my goddamn flow. Right, my timeline was very. It was very there's some crickets around that bitch, but well, that was a beautiful feeling for. Hey, that's all I needed. That just made my day. Like I said, I've just been two great back-to-back weeks for me. We beat my Raiders beat the Saints, and then, my, then the Hurricanes beat Florida State like they stole something. Oh, that was beautiful. That was a beautiful night. I watched all sixty goddamn points. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a fair warning. The ghost of Russell comes back. That's eventually. Hey, I don't care. My Raiders not win another goddamn game the rest of the season. No, not that we beat y'all. I'm good. We did this four years ago in the Superdome. We weren't supposed to be good neither, and we pulled it off. I'm good money. So, by, can, so by, any podcast, by any of these podcasts, can you say David Carr is God? Hey, I fucking know. I never said that a <laughs> time in my life. <laughs> I, I told that Bible thumb for sucks in my eyes, and I need his ass God. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would give, that would that and dumping. That nigga can't throw past. Nigga, Drew Brees with a, with a good arm. How the fuck you Drew Brees with a good arm? That's fucking, you a garbage. This Drew Brees got a reason why he can't throw past 20 yards. What is your excuse? Never, never give Gruden his uh, flowers like, like so Man, fuck Drew. Fuck Gruden too, man. I don't like him neither. That nigga just stealing money right now. He overrated. Remember, he won a Super Bowl because of doggone Dungy. And he yeah, played his own team. Man, he just got cheated, so he know all our weaknesses. So how the hell that count for something? Great, great analysts on Monday Night Football. I wish he was back on Monday night. Outstanding. I like him there, but as a coach, man, 
I don't give a rat's ass about Gruden. This is just this is just a dark period in my life, and I just treat it as that. And fuck fat bastard too on top of that, because he's probably the reason why we end up in this situation again with Gruden. So it is what it is. Hey man, that was way that's way long ago. Y'all done had some some worse court, some just as bad quarterbacks over the years since uh nah, no, that no, person. No, 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 no. They ain't gonna never nothing ever top that ever. <laughs> I don't know, man. Y'all run the quarterbacks haven't been too good. Man, can't ain't win no bad worse than that. Yo, he barely made the season. He was like day one, he was garbage. There was no glimpse one second. Yeah, I had Kerry Collins there. Super Bowl wow. quarterback. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I can't. 25 I can't, years ago. I can't believe you said Kerry Collins. Y'all had Aaron Brooks, too. Aaron Don't Brooks. do that shit, man. At one point, the all-time Saints best. Nah, <laughs> man, they, they had a legit quarterback since Rich Gannon. That was the last legit quarterback. Y'all gonna make me fuck around here and then really fucking put these people in, in, in the past. <laughs> yo, don't y'all already on. Tread lightly here. I'm yo, tread y'all, lightly. Y'all, y'all did some things with Carson Palmer, didn't you? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Reaching. <laughs> I know. See, it, the discussions hit him. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man. The Fal- back to the Falcons, though. I think that's going to be uh, I think that's going to be a blow up waiting to happen. I know you probably can't trade Matt Ryan, but shit, you might as well. If you're going to be trash, you might as well trade Julio and get something for him. Ooh, for real. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if they're going to let Julio go. Atlanta, they might burn out Atlanta. They trade Julio. Well, you know what? I, no, I say they may not. Cause it depends on what you trade the fucker. They still got some too. They got two good young rookies. Well, I mean, two yeah. young receivers about to do their mm-hmm. thing soon too, though. So but I would say that Ryan it up, is allergic to the red zone. He is he can't. Oh, we know that. Yeah. That is well that's documented. The, we know problem. he is allergic to the red zone. Yeah. How you got one of the best receivers in the game? And you can't get no touchdowns in the red zone. Like this is, don't make any sense. So. Less than one minute. All right, good call, Raheem. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be right back, pick up back up on the NFL and uh, jump over the NBA. Be right back. All right, we back. Um, continue with the NFL. Uh, <laughs> Big-ass Eric Sermon. Um, <laughs> Wait, when you, have a, when, you have a, when you have a beer, do you drink a short or a long <laughs> Whatever. Can you hear me now? Yes. Uh, yeah. When you when you get Popeyes, are you surprised when they have a, a neck bone in there? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what y'all think about the NFL finding coaches for not wearing uh, masks and the amounts that they uh, they taxing the coach and the teams? Yeah, I, I think, think Texas high. Texas high. I think it's a PR move. As a yeah. Because the NBA, because the NBA been so perfect with their shit, they gotta they gotta show that they just as serious and on point. All this is about they just they just trying to keep up and not look, you know, definitely trying to look look as bad as what baseball was going through through their period. So it's just more of them trying to just make a full statement 
to get people minds right real quick. You know, nothing. like yeah, you got to go up to the deep end, dude. Remember now, people, uh, you know, died from this and everything. And it was Ron Rivera out here trying to coach, and he got the camp and battling cancer at the same time too. They try to make this, this trying to like really put a hammer on this to say how stricken serious they're trying to be on this. You saw everybody else we wearing the mask this week, so it, it got their point across. Yeah, that's true. Belichick's still doing his little bird thing, though. He got his covering his nose and he got his mouth all out. I don't know what that's about, but. Yeah, I've seen coaches do that one way or another. <laughs> Either they have their nose out or their mouth out. And, uh, well, I think I don't see nothing wrong. I guess, you know, the mouth, because if everybody was wearing that, I, still, I guess because you don't, because you sound muffled, talk trying to talk. Right. Dude, the mic, so it's kind of difficult to talk. So, but if you're covering, I see the mat, I see the logic they're trying to use, but overall, it's you're supposed to have it all covered because you're still spreading out the germs when you're talking. If you have it or not, so they're trying to keep you from spreading it. But they're looking at it like, hey, I got my nose covered because some people was like covering their nose, but they had the mouth covered. And I think two people got side on, some of the teams got fine for that because they had it on their chin. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. I know with us today, like um, like you said, covering your mouth and being being heard and being muffled. I seen Ray well, he'll have the mask on, but then when he got to yell across the field or something like that, he'll pull it down for a second and then pull it back up. But it was just like you said, some coaches just not having it on at all for the majority but, of the game. I like yeah, that I little sneeze guard. That's to me the, the smartest move to do. I think um, mm -hmm. the Vikings coach had it on today. Yeah, like, Zim, yeah, Zim, man, he had that. That's probably the most comfortable. And easiest thing to do as far as the sense. And then, like, Andy Reid found a defogger and shit for his. He's out there looking <laughs> like he's uh, driving a cutlass. Five no more. <laughs> but uh, that, to me, like, to me, that makes the most sense is to get the shield. I've seen actors do that on movie sets, too. They've been um, wearing the shield when they're getting their makeup and stuff done. What are they going to be wearing? Turtle hats? <sighs> <laughs> you know, just going to keep... Going for the well. Hey man, these jokes ain't gonna be as good as the uh, the head jokes. So I didn't heard every neck joke in the world, man. It ain't nothing new. But uh, being head of the game will always be number one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll break that down for you, uh, Dirk, uh, <laughs> at another time. But uh, yeah, Twin set himself up real bad on something. We'll have to break that down on the next segment. We'll just give right. a quick, quick catch up oh, on that. That was, that was priceless. First but, uh, <laughs> 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 um, something else I want to ask y'all about. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, um, what y'all think about uh, Wentz in Philly? Do y'all think he on the way out? Like, oh yeah, it, it ain't yeah. good, man. At all, I mean, they they can't stay healthy, and then he like a turnover machine right now. And that's, I don't know, they're just a mess, man. I think they just need to start from scratch. I don't know. They they look bad today against the Bengals. Like that's it's. That's he went why they, from being a, a media darling to the media turning on him. No. The Philly, the Philly one of those, Philly one of those teams that when life is good, everybody's good. But when like think about how they did right now, I know how you feel about that. Y'all want to stay about to light his ass up? All right. Mm -hmm. so that's the, but, but my but my whole big thing is Philly's one of those those uh, those fan base where. Like they'll really turn their back on you really quick. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. so so I look at it like you know, it's part of it is kind of like a thing of, you know, you got to thank that man for bringing the Super Bowl, but 
I mean, I think when it kind of comes at in the long term with, with him, I just think they're going to be like, hey, look, well, thank you for helping us get there. But, you know, next year we need to look for something else. And don't get me wrong, you know, the kid from Clemson is still out there for next year too. So with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's, that's a shot in the dark, though. Like, you ain't got nothing to go around them. Exactly. Their skill positions are not good. Not, I not just think it'll, it'll be a, it should just be they should just go their separate ways. I think he'll do better than another system, and they you know they should move on to another quarterback because it ain't working right now in Philly for him. Right, but then I look at what Philly fans—they only will turn their backs on you if they so if they see you ain't got no heart though. Right. Yeah. If they don't really see you out there mm-hmm. grinding and busting your ass, then that's when yeah they'll turn on you when you ain't showing no heart. You know. Like that, uh, that dude who took a shot at Nelson Aguilar last season. Oh, the one that said he can't, <laughs> he ain't caught nothing all day. Well, yeah, he, yeah. he also he, he had just saved somebody's life after a fire, mm. and then you go take a shot at Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah. Hey man, hey, but he he worried about what you did on the field, man. He ain't care what you did all out the field. Hey, hey that's totally different. <laughs> yeah, they, they threw him out the window, I, and I caught him. I ain't dropping like Aguilar. It's it's facts though. He wasn't lying, but so <laughs> that's how raw they are. But like you said, that's why I mean, that's why I was saying that's why they drafted Jalen Hurts. I think they they did. They had already, you know, put that the writing on the wall. When they did that, they already showing that in the second round you go draft a quarterback, and you yeah. just gave him his money, his extension, and you do that that quickly. That's already showing you. They they really don't. I don't I'm not gonna say they don't see it in him. It's just he don't. He said he don't fit the system because they saw how Nick Foles. Yeah, how Nick Foles ran the system great. But they still were thinking that. But Wentz kept getting hurt, though. But they thought he would be able to do it because he was playing good before he got hurt every time. Now, nah, is Wentz into his extension yet? That's that's what I. That's the thing. I, I, I think this is the first year. Is it the first year? I want to say this year. To, I thought Tony Love research moment. <laughs> yeah. I thought but, it was kicking uh, next year. And that's why I think that's why they made the made that pick for Jalen Hurts because they might be able to cut that before. Even having to pay him. That's what I was about to say. Even with the deal, I don't think it's that it's not that much impact on the um the cap if they make a move to to trade him or something. So it ain't that big of a, a cap hit if they decide to make that move. But then the cash would be where would they trade him? Shit. The Jets, Jacksonville, the Giants, um the Browns. Um, the Browns down the, the Browns about to hang themselves for two more years with uh Baker mm. Mayfield. They, they ain't about to jump mm. ship. Yeah, I don't know why, but they not. The extension kicks in next season. See, that's exactly what I thought. That's why they made that move again, Jalen Hurst. And you know, which was like I said, a head scratch when he they did that. So they was giving him they basically was basically interviewing him this year to see how he's gonna handle and what they are. They owe three? Yeah. 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 This that ain't looking good here. But no, they they owe two and one because they they had tied. Oh yeah, there was a tie today. We I, yeah, I yeah. set up in something. Oh, that ended up being a tie. Yeah, yeah, it was a tie. Oh, Joe okay. Burrow ain't got Pitch, no line. <laughs> picture they they the trip part they had a um they was about to kick the field goal to win it. It was like a fifty six yard field goal. Then they jumped. They um they did a false start and got five yards back, so they had to punt. 
And then the Bengals <laughs> just just ran the ball to run the clock off. So it was it was just a nasty ending. Yeah, oh my God. But I need yeah. to check on my cousin a bit. <laughs> Joe, Joe Burrow has no offensive line. He got sacked eight times today. Well, we know he ain't got no mm-hmm. offensive line. We already knew this already anyway. Joe is just trying to play to not get hurt so he can get out of Cincy. That's all we know he's doing right now. He, he coming <laughs> to New Orleans. I, I mean, it's a possibility, but y'all gonna have to give up a lot to get him. No, we don't. Why not? Exactly. You gonna have a lose it? I mean, it's not like you're gonna have a winning season this year. I mean, and don't get me wrong, whatever. I think we're gonna try chances with a uh, old boy before we do anything. So we got like, what, oh, yeah. oh yeah, this is like a few years down the road. Yeah, not, yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah, we talked about this last week. We said this last week, like once his first contract is up. Or towards the end. After year three, after year three is done, um, that's when before like the extension come, he might he might have to play that card raw and say, I ain't signed no extension. <laughs> I gotta go. Especially if you know if they haven't approved at all, which they don't you know, of course we know they're not because the Bengals are the Bengals. Like when me and Tony Love were talking about well, Tony Love shot the shit out of us talking about they're the only team in the damn league. And I got no indoor practice facility. It's the most fucked up thing to ever hear. <laughs> in Ohio. Like, in, in Ohio. Ohio. Like, uh, <laughs> in Ohio. The Bengals, I got no, well, how about this? Compared to everybody else, do the Bengals have real money like that? No, I don't think so. They, they all got real money. They don't spend. They are notoriously cheap. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I know you're cheap, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think that, uh, you know, outside of this football, they don't have any other entities. Like, no, because they, they make their money off of uh, the TV deal. Yeah. The TV deal, yeah. They've yeah. already been proven that they said, like right now, with them not having no fans in right now, they still going to be in the black because of just the TV deal. But they still making money. But like you said, they have been making money all of these years even prior and never spent it. So they have the money. Just, they just have one of the most – they got one of the most cheapest – Doggone owners in the whole entire league. Hey, Tony Love pays some special just, uh, prices just now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on in there? <laughs> what the hell are they doing over there? Well, yeah, the Bengals, um, NFL teams, regardless of what they say, they don't be broke, man. Like, everybody's got the Cowboys, but even the most trash of teams got, the, got that money. Yeah. How you going to Yeah. I like that. I don't care. <laughs> All right, keep saying you don't care. <laughs> Get that pink slip. <laughs> right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I learned based on my current employer. Some teams have other entities that have in, in, internal other businesses inside. Some teams don't, and I and I know for sure Cincinnati don't have any other internal business revenue. They generate money, which technically. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like, well, shoot, if you only bringing in football money and concessions, that's a that's a poor business model, and that's something that I haven't learned, seeing it now, you know, and do my research now. So, you know, like I said, I it, it just it just Bengals yep. and other teams too. Um, they got <laughs> high school teams and colleges that have indoor facilities. That's just don't. That's that's what we're saying. We ain't got. It has to have to be like elite and top of the line. Well, Cleveland Browns have. Can you can you blow up an air bubble and, and put us inside of that shit? Well, the morning got no goddamn is up. Say no, don't. 
<laughs> we know outside of that, everybody else is poor, too poor for that shit. Uh, well, y'all, y'all still at Pondra Train Park, right? We might be at freaking uh, the levy right now at this point. Where these niggas ask for money all the time? Oh, we need some money. All right, y'all go, y'all go, y'all go figure it out. Yeah. But um, since we uh annoying your ass, how was your Vegas trip for the Saints game? Minus the Saints catching the L. Hey man, my trip was very horrible. I didn't have a great time at all. You know, I miss my wife and my kids. I was I was so lonely out there. You know, just by myself. You know, just with nothing to do. You know, I was checking into work every day. You know, Cabana parties. I'm facial expressions right now to be seen. So I'm, I'm going to just black out right now. <laughs> I was going to some some cheap pool parties and stuff like that. You know, talking about religion. You know, it's just a... <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was ready to come home. I mean, there's a lot of people from home that was out there for the game. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Taylor May was out there. I saw her. Yeah, she was out there. Um, but uh, were there a lot of people out out, or was it just kind of like a regular old Vegas trip? I was like this, like like you know, going to two away games back to back. Right, we travel very well. I will say like that, like Saints fans, like I'm pretty much more ensure other fans travel well too, but. To say that we was in Vegas and, and the odds that we were against it, we traveled well. Had, I mean, like, well, I was playing early, but I had a great time or whatever. I mean, even though we wasn't able to kind of get into the stadium, the vibe was still there, you know what I mean, in regards to like just – so I just I would just say, like, even Raiders fans, like there was a lot of Raiders people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know the city was adjusting to being in there. But there were a lot of people from, like, California that came to the city. Oh, yeah, Raider fans travel well, too, because when – we played y'all in New Orleans like four years ago. Man, they, I seen all the different Raider flags saying San Diego Raiders, Sacramento Raiders, San Jose Raiders. It's like <laughs> Raiders fans travel strong. So, nah, yeah, they definitely not one of the – they probably, yeah, you know, in the top five of traveling. Doggone. We know Cowboys and um, the Rapist crew, you know, <laughs> still <laughs> fans. You know, they um, – we know they like one and two out here. When it comes to that and traveling. Well, no, here's my issue about people that love. Oh, you know what? I'll say this for another day. Because I, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like to a certain degree, and this is just me being honest. Like, say for example, Steelers fans, right? Are they really Steelers fans or just because they got six rings or five rings? It's definitely because they got the rings. Especially right. when they won, you know, the, the older people that, you know, when they won their they four. Right, so mostly black chicks is because of the goddamn coach. Right, and 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 I think I think I think for some of them, I think for some people who pick their team, it is more so for convenience to say that they have a championship versus the team that they probably should go for or whatever, that they just don't want to wing it out. Or you know, you know, you got some people like I know, like say for example, even though I know I'm a Saints fan, I can pretty much tell you some things about Fortnite's. Things about you know I'm you know I'm a, I'm a football fan at heart you know what I mean so I can tell you certain things about other teams that I can actually have a conversation for another person who really appreciate the team but I think for most of I think I think for there is a, a level of fan that just says hey 
I'm just going to go with New England because I know they win. And that's, and that's the type of people I hate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I've seen, seen a lot of them. I've seen a lot yeah. of them people, but, too. But we got to keep it 100, though. We got to keep it 100. That one, that before Katrina, that wasn't all these Saints fans out there. Oh, yeah, we definitely knows that already. Y'all remember, I mean, by, you know, when we was coming up, you know, back on the tide, you know, everybody was either 49er fan, Cowboys fan, Packers fan, you know, you really you didn't have too many Saints fans. So it seemed like when they started, when they got Breeze and started winning, that's when like a lot of them jumped on the bandwagon. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. you know, but I respect them. I would, I respect them because of jumping on the bandwagon because of Katrina having everybody got shipped away from home, yeah, so they yeah. wanted to represent home. So I give people, I give them at least a little respect because they still I, wasn't like winning, winning yet, but they was on the verge of starting to do some things. So I, I kind of at least I hop on the bandwagon at the right time. I give it to them, and I don't know because I even wanted to see them win that year, you know, just for the city. Right. But then at the same time, I'm like, all right, humble yourself. You know yeah, yeah especially when they see that you're not a fan, then they question you. That's what we talked about yeah. last week. It's like, let me yeah. be me and let me be eight and eight every year and ha be happy yeah. with my Titans. Yeah, because <laughs> you know I'm, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, I've been a 49er fan since, like, you know, 89. Like, I was seven years old. And I'm like, you know, that's what I've been rocking with. You know what I'm saying? So don't just jump on the bandwagon. You know, when Breeze come to town and question, you know, why well, I root for the 49ers. I, you know, I've been rocking with them for a minute. So that's the only thing I see. Well, I mean, my whole big thing is, is for the, for the, I mean, well, I know I was the same fan for a long time, well, since birth or whatever. I did say, like, okay, I'd say, like, say, for example, I know I was probably one of those fans back then that'd be like, hey, look, I really do hope the Saints finally make it to the playoffs. And if they don't make it to the playoffs, I'm going for the black quarterback. That was me. I was like, hey, whatever team, like, you know, like, you know, or like, like, say, for example, the Saints don't make the playoffs, sure, I'm going for Jerome Bettis because I like him as a person. Let him win that title or whatever. Or, you know, uh, uh, I would say like this. Back in the day when the Saints and the 49ers was in the same division, yeah, I did not like y'all asses. I was, <laughs> I, was just, I was happy that Emmitt Smith did what he did and he won. You know what I mean? Hey, I, not I, Emmett, huh? I, I, got, I got tired of seeing that shit going to the goddamn game and winning like 54 to 3, you know what I'm saying, against the Saints and the 49ers. And I just hated the shit out of it. You know I mean? but it's yeah, the Niners, yeah, the Niners would give you a special kind of hate, yo. It was just like a, it was real, <laughs> yeah, they it was, was really real like thing. washing y'all ass back then. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. but, but I mean, but I can say that as a fan to say, hey, look, you know, since we make the playoffs and since I love football, yeah, I did go with like other teams, like you know, like I, I, I admire you know Brett Favre, you know, what I'm saying as a player, I admire you know Donovan McNabb as a player. Don't don't get me wrong, that is like I just said, I I admire just you know Jerome Bettis, no. Uh, what's your boy named uh, Mike Allstock for the Tampa Bay uh, Bucks back then? There right. were certain things I just was like, man, it, that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? You know, whatever the case may be. But, you know, I mean, as, as be realistic, I think what the Saints made the playoff, what, twice in my lifetime before then? Before Breeze came? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it's that's like, all about right. They cool. lost to the Vikings and they lost to the Eagles. Yeah. Like, uh, no, no, no. What about your chain year? No, no, don't forget about the chain year. Uh uh. Please. But wouldn't the Chichinga? Yeah, Falcons, yeah. They, they, they lost the Falcons. Falcons, yeah. They lost so the three. Bears. It's, it's four of them. Well, we talk, yeah. We're talking about pre pre Aaron Brooks. Yeah, you had the you had the Vikings, you had the Bears, you had the uh, Falcons, and then the Eagles. So it was four. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. right so Chichinga was my favorite year, boy. Oh, I love that year. I love the spot shot was crumbled that year. That shit was comical. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I will say, like, I will say for the most 
part, there, there were probably fans who were genuinely Saints fans, but when it came to the playoffs as a whole, it probably was like, well, let me just go for somebody else. And you saw that trend. Like, you know what I mean? Our parents was Saints fans. Our parents was real, true Saints fans, but anybody that was in middle school and high school at the same time we were was not at all. Yeah, just off the starter jacket era, let yep. you know <laughs> who was like, how <laughs> real this was, because nobody was rocking the Saints started jackets up for niggas that was uptown. You well, saw I say this. Cowboys started jackets and Saints started yeah. jackets in the exactly. city. But look at the colors, though. The colors wasn't really that appealing for the general public. So I will say that as far but, as yeah, Saints. I'm, yeah, that's true. I was one of the people that will say, yeah, back then, I didn't necessarily think that black and gold back then was like appealing. And then my thing would be, like, say, for example, like, like it would be 100%. If a starter jacket costs $80 at the time, right? And you 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 down there to see I'm gonna pay eighty dollars for the Saints, or I'm gonna pay eighty dollars for a team that's popping. Because technically, our lifestyle for us was we we stuck. We wanted to be right. We went for the most stylish colors and everything. Right. So you know you saw people that wore you know Cowboys colors. You saw people that wore forty. I remember Forty Niners. I remember Raiders was heavy. Raiders. Yeah, Raiders was heavy. That's why I didn't rock a red one, because I didn't want to blend. So I went with the freaking Chicago white side, just so I could rock the, I still had the black and silver one. <laughs> but I just wasn't rocking the Raiders, because everybody wanted to rock my team. And I ended up just like, I wanted just to be, I wanted to be different, too. So I made sure to stay. Go ahead, man. Stay stay in in <laughs> All right. Now but, I'm <laughs> but then again, or whatever, I was one that kind of wore the joint time. I saw this, the, the, you know, North Carolina. That was another big one too. Georgetown was a big one too, also. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they was. So I mean, so, so technically, I also like this. back in the day, I would wear more college teams than I would wear NFL teams. But true. Atlanta Braves was a big one too. Yeah, I know the fuck. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah. That red, white, and blue. And was, you know, how we infamous when wearing red, white, white, and blue anything. So that shows like a combination was strong. Mm-hmm. So. Like there were Saints fans. It's not. Nah, yeah, I mean, it was yeah, they had them. They had them. Yeah. A lot of them, like you know, when I when I, I used to go to the games all the time when they played the 49ers, and they used to be deep in there. You know, most of them I ain't gonna lie, they came from Metairie. I ain't think too many of them was in the city, but um, well, but, you then, know, they had them though. <laughs> well, back then, back then, I mean, I would say even back then, like when you back in the day, it wasn't too many us in there either. It was, it was mostly. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Like we could afford. Right. We, we, didn't, we didn't want to pay for the tickets. Well, we could. Well, I don't know if we could afford it or whatever. But it was just one of. No, they wouldn't. They didn't cause that lot. Like, no, nah, like, it was real. Like then, nah, cats just prefer to just be at a party at the house <laughs> or at the club, like one of yeah, the bars. I'm not club of bars and just watch the game now. Mm-hmm. That was just the thing we did until, like you said, once Katrina happened. Then cats actually got that extra money from yeah, Katrina. Then they showing then that, that, that's when the takeover happened. Then that, that don't turn the whole different energy. Yeah, that's when because it, it's still a waiting list now. Well, yeah. Well, I want to say, like, I want to say before Katrina, season tickets was, like, maybe 25. Hey, white girl, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> What is Tony Love got going on in the background? Look you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are we going to church around here? What is he mm-hmm. doing? But uh, I, I would say after Katrina, like the season tickets went up to damn near 
double and a half the price because I had it. I just was like, this is crazy. Hmm. Yeah, you see, my um, my pops had season tickets, but um, you know, he raised me to hate the Saints. That's why I ain't like the Saints because he he couldn't stand the Saints. But he had season tickets, and he um, he used to go to the game just to see him lose. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. That's a petty investment. Hate somebody that much. That's a whole new kind of hate that boy. Yeah. I want to pay to watch you lose. That's how much I can't stand. Man. That's some, that's the, the walls. We are a very petty city, boy. God. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so we know all week Saints fans going to be on the Falcons' ass. So. Um, yeah. But uh, next up, uh, NBA, uh, we got one team in the finals so far. We got uh, LeBron James in the finals again with his third team. Uh, do y'all think that's a, a special feat or is just a just another dot on his resume as far as making it with his third team? Uh, I think him and Robert Orr are the only two to do it. So the, the feat ain't. That's special, yeah. but it is, it is an accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's more of a college that he led the teams to it, where, you know, Ori was like a, you know, role player. Right. But with Ron being the, the made, you know, the man, so, you know, to, to put us all still as a legit feat, though, regardless, at the end of the day, that's how I look at it. it yes. It's impressive. But, it, like, but the dude I got it. I got to jump off. I hate to cut y'all. I got to jump off the little man in here wilding out. So I'm going to holler at y'all later. All right. All right. All right. But at the same time, what is he like? Three and nine? Three and eight? What is it? What is it? Three and six. Three and six. Three and nine. Three and six. My math all off. Three and six. So. No, no, it's three and nine. No, it's three and nine. You're right. He's no, lost. Three and six. Three and six. Yeah, he only played nine so far. So yeah, three and six. You're right. I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, let me, let me say this. This is the most boring situation. Kind of go. It's like, I understand it's LeBron. I understand they got some LeBron lovers out there. You know, you got to give you gotta give some credit to AD, you know what I'm saying, for finally stepping up a little bit mm-hmm. in regards to it. But me personally, LeBron as a player, I'm just like, you know, I mean, I know some people will probably debate this or whatever, but. I just look at it like, well, they're going to give it to him because, you know, it, it makes the TV ratings look good, right? No, if it was about TV nah, ratings, the Nuggets wouldn't have been there. It would have been the Clippers right. and the Lakers if it was really about TV ratings. So Dude, this is year se- This man is doing this still at year 17. So, yeah, yeah. so, of course, he's not going to be the exciting player he used to be because his ass is old. Um, he got to play – he got to do it in spots, and like y'all say. Let, let yeah, he got to pace himself. He got to do, do some work. You can't be out there going 100 miles per hour. At that age, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, he, That's he, he, he on the Spurs plan right now. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he he low management during the game. You know what I'm saying? He'll pass right. to Anthony Davis and then just go chill for a second, pull on his shorts. Yeah. You know, then go home yeah. about two or three possessions and then, then chill again. Right. I mean, still 38, 16, and 10 in the in – the, you know. That's crazy, you know, man. Put down, yeah, for, at year 17. He ain't supposed to be doing this at all. So, yeah, but now he's doing the right thing of pacing himself and everything. I ain't knocking what he's doing. It's still a legit feat, but I can still understand having LeBron fatigue also, too. I know people are getting tired of seeing him also. I get it, too, but 
If he still can do it, he can still do it. Right. So I gotta knock him off. That's all you gotta do. That's what you gotta mm-hmm. do. Yeah, it's coming. Oh, trust me, it is about to happen though, because it's getting real. Cause these youngins are they they becoming more a problem. Denver is not about to go away no time soon. Mm-hmm. They're just building confidence now. <laughs> Here he go. But um, would you right though with Anthony Davis stepping up, playing big, even though it was a couple of games where his effort as far as rebounding was kind of lackluster, but you can't be having two rebounds in a playoff game. Uh, no, not at all. That's not acceptable. He you should have Brown, you should have at least eight fall in your lap, pretty much. He said Brown. He said the Brown wasn't activated. So he... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it wasn't fully charged, right? <laughs> but um, on the other side, we got the Heat and the Celtics. I thought the Heat was going to close out the other night, but the Celtics nah. came back and um. Push it to another game. Y'all think the Celtics got in them to come back, or, or yeah, Jimmy I think so. be this, but this is your version of Kawhi. I, if Tatum, if Tatum is is a second half player, he's showing showing himself to be. You know, I, I think if he starts off, you know, hot and get you know gets everybody involved, gets a get you know being in charge for him, they can extend this to game seven. I don't know, man. I yeah, think that's I think the game is coming on tonight, actually. Yeah, I just think to me that um, I think Miami's the more physical team, and right. that's going to push them, push them through in the close, in the close. This game. is where the so lack of Tatum, a big man, yeah, the lack of big man is hurting Boston a lot. Because mm-hmm. Bam is uh, causing all kind of havoc, but um, if Tatum can't play a complete game, that's going to be that's going to be the thing. They can't have them, you know, going, you know, single digits and a half. They need his going. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting concerned about these Kyle girls. I'm getting highly concerned. What's They're on some again? old miracle shit lately. What the hell going on here? They around here catching passes off of people's chests and stuff. Defensive people bobbling and they still catching the pass. Uh, I don't need these, these people to keep acting like they're going to do something here by accident. Let them play. Let them be happy. <laughs> but, but yeah, but like I said, I, I still think it's going to go to game seven, though. I think it's going to go to game seven. Just for the drama. NBA love drama. Uh, speaking of uh, love drama, so, so I heard the Charles Barkley comment. I didn't hear the Shaq part. What y'all uh, – Kind of break that down as far as what happened on TNT, TNT uh, with them discussing Brianna. They, it just, it's, you know, spread, continuing to spread the, uh, that false narrative of what, of what happened. And, you know, you have a right to defend your home. So you, you can't sit up there and justify, well, justify that's why they shot, shot up uh, Brianna Taylor's apartment. You, they, 17 witnesses said they didn't announce that they were cops. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they didn't, they literally did not. They went in, 17 witnesses. And that's as we the, saw, in, go ahead. No, I was saying that's the thing that people are missing out that a no knock warrant, the way that it's set up, it's set for the cops to end up to shoot somebody. Like you said, if somebody come busting your house, 
what's your first reaction going to be? You know, get the bucket. Yeah, and trying to defend your home. So if there's a no knock warrant and you're not announcing yourself, you setting up the situation to go completely left field. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that the same thing that happened to Turk from the Hot Boys? Then yep. the same situation with him. It's same thing happened with the no knock situation. And so you're gonna no knock and then you're gonna charge me with shooting that police officer? Like motherfucker, you in my house? Like, yeah, I'm inside my home. I'm supposed to be able to protect my own home if anybody comes in and true. And like you said, if there's no knock, you know, and they showing and now they're showing more proof that um, the the boyfriend didn't shoot. Mm. They're saying that that was kind of like, I think they probably saw him moving and they just started shooting because they saw somebody moving in the house. And it really wasn't him ever really shooting. And all that, so more and more layers will continue to happen. Yeah, I mean, like but, seven, how you have 17 cops in here for one person, and then you shoot a person in the back, and they in the bed. Right, like it's fucking Nino Brown, you going after them. Yeah. Right. And then the person that y'all looking for that haven't lived there in over a year. How can y'all, y'all do, how you do not update a couple of weeks prior to even find this out? And that's why, like, work. you already knew. And that's how you already knew they were going to get off on this once they had already gave the family the twelve million dollars. Yeah. Once you started giving the money, it's like, all right, well, I know how this is about to go. These cops about to get off. So that was just a, a proven non, not I mean, proven fact there and everything. Well, well, technically, the real reality is they rather pay you off than to put the people that did them there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And make the and make the city pay pretty much paying taxes. You go towards that. Yeah. And here's, yeah. here's the thing. In that area, you know they're gonna be paying in that in that area, they're gonna probably pay the taxes even more because it's more it's a highly black populated area. So not only not only are you know, you're not gonna you know, it's not gonna come from out of so you know where they you know who the cops areas are from. Yeah, that back pension. You're gonna come right back from the black community. We have less than one minute until the next episode. Mm-hmm. Good call. So we'll but, take a but, quick but break. Back to back, uh, back to Barkley and, and O'Neill. You know, I, I, O'Neill is notoriously pro law enforcement, and you know, not he will take up for police. No, fuck them. And, and his, <laughs> the fake ass cops fucking certification. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but you know, it's, it's too many people like him that's that has that money and you know want to play cop on the weekend. Gonna want to play volunteer at that time, and you know the cops can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. It's it's sad. All right, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Trophy's the Metal Podcast. Shut up! I know you're gonna say something silly. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. So uh, let's jump into this foolishness. Uh, and this is a, a person we've talked about on a few episodes. Tory Lanez dropped a new album mixtape uh, recently. Uh, he should have named the song Dance, Bitch, Dance. Right. So he still hasn't really addressed what happened. Uh, but he had dropped the album. What, what y'all feel? You think he, he owes the public something? Or or just him just blaming on alcohol and just, and just rolling out pretty much? I mean, that's kind of 
wisely to do, unfortunately, sad, but costly. Yeah, you got to go the R. Kelly route. Denial till you go to court. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it works. Put out the music and see if the music going to make people be blind to forget about all the shit you did for many years, like R. Kelly did to us for many times. And then it would drop a classic album on our ass. We're like, God damn it. Here we go. We're two-stepping again. Knowing that we know this nigga five, but we're like, God damn, he got us two-stepping. And that's what Tory trying to do here. But I mean, his talent ain't on, on Robert that Kelly's level. level here to pull that shit off. Uh, and social media is much different than back in the days, too, on top of that. So it's it's still too, I think it's still more to the story, honestly. But, you know, it's between the two, because why he hasn't been charged? Sure. Yeah. After all of this time, if you really were trying to shoot at someone, you, you don't think the cops regards are not going to try to press charges on you or throw you under the jail for having a weapon and firing at somebody? It's called, you know, that's called mass. That's a, what, what we want to call manslaughter. Yeah, manslaughter. Yeah. So, you know, why he hasn't ever been charged this whole time? I'm definitely, now, if it was in New York, it'd definitely be a different story. Oh. But the laws is, yeah, the gun laws is much stricter, we know, in New York, where you can't even carry, you're not supposed to carry at all in New, in New York City. We'll say New York, in New York City, of course, you know, you'll get, but it's just still, at all of this time, they're not, and why she didn't press charges herself. So um, that's what I'm looking Yeah, I mean, know, like she said, she might have been trying to protect him at first. Well, at first, but then she got mad and then put him on blast. You can still go back and put him on job and you know press charges. Yeah, statute limitation ain't up yet. Well, so tell me, let's rewind this before because I know in previous episodes we made fun of Tory Lane because he was short and he had a tiptoe way into that cooch. <laughs> well, this is facts. So obviously, if it's this long, Tory Tory Lane was dropping wood. Out. Oh yeah, but you remember now? But she was the side chick because he actually was messing with her best friend. So she was on the low. He was tapping in on the low. I mean, but she still got the audacity to get the attitude. The hell, was he trying to shoot his shot at Kylie? Like, whoa, help her! You, you being this out here greedy now. You, you can't have your cake and eat it too now. Well, he he did. He's having his cake. He don't have to say anything because. But he had the right to do that, but she didn't have the right to get mad though when she was already with the side chick in the first place. Well, I mean, it's, it's complicated. You know what I'm saying? It's like Vegas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's just... why I told you. See, that's why I don't trust heifers that drink brown liquor. Do say drinking ass heifer. Whatever. Tread lightly. I would, I would, I would say that, to be honest with you, Tory Lane owe nobody no explanation. Because the moment it's that he. Though, especially when he ain't been charged. Technically, since he ain't been charged, and nobody can necessarily dispute what, what actually happened. It's like, why would I even put myself in a, in a situation where I'm going to go back and Yeah, forth? it's smart for him not to say anything. Right. Like you said, to, you know, you're not going to court, so don't don't hang yourself before, you know, actual yeah. charges are being applied. Uh, yeah. I, I, just don't I just don't understand why no charges have been, like that to me just makes no sense to me. So, like you said, something else has to be up if no charges because actually the saying was really actually the the best friend because she was in the car too and it was really saying it was her that got the bucket so hmm. 
we don't know. It's like there's been so many different angles to this. We don't know what's going on. But just the fact of finding out that he was really messing with the best friend, and she was, and Meg was the side chick. I'm like, you made yourself look bad right there, but then you gonna get mad at him for shooting that shot at Kylie. So wait a minute, what the side, what the, the best friend look like? Oh, she on point. Is she like, is she like Rihanna on point, or is she like, you know? So, so, so this is my thing though. So you go, you got the best friend. I don't know what she look like. You go on a page. You go on a page. You'll see her. She be with all the time. So you then you try to go. To, you 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 jump on me. And then you go to a party with both of them and you try to holler at Jenna on the side. That nigga just reckless. Oh, well, he's, a, he's 28 years old. Nigga talking about demon nights, nigga. He got the brown liquor. It's two in the morning. He is being who he's supposed to be. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. We did at the Metro. Don't act like you, you all say enough, Batman. No, no, I definitely wasn't showing up with uh with one chick. One, first of all, I wasn't showing up with no chick. I wasn't that stupid. And then and then hollering at her best friend and then hollering at her third one. That's that's man, that's your move, this, man. But this is you know this is entertainment, man. This recklessness all the time. Oh, Come on, man. Stop. Let's stop. James, bitch. Let's Come on, man. Look at that hell of a drug liquor is a bad combination. Let's stop this fly right now. That's exactly what we did at the Metro, bro. You gonna lie? Oh, he said, "Y'all didn't come with the chicks, though." Exactly. He's not listening. He That's listening the is listening is a he skill, drove, man. He drove to this establishment with these chicks, and then he out here wilding. Y'all, you know why you go? He's saying when you in the club, yeah, now you might be maneuvering around multiples that's in the club, different, but you ain't <laughs> leaving with them at the same time. Right. So, so yeah, we we definitely made them dance in a circle, but we was not showing up with them, and then leaving with them. Hey, hold up, time out, time out, time out. You, you're not going to lie, you're not going to pass up on this line. It was already pre-authorized that the checklist was already there before we got there. Well, it, no, no doubt. He's saying the checklist is there, but he's just saying that you didn't you ain't riding in the You ain't riding cars. in the car with them. That's the recipe for disaster. Right. We already established the rule of, of uh, arguing with women in cars. Yes, we have, yes. We see cats lose all the time. No man has ever won with slaps in the ride. As the late, you know, late great Ike Turner told us, showed us this the best. Shout out to Fab. <laughs> F, yes, you know, Fab put that line out there. You know. All, all I'm going to say is that man has every right to keep quiet. Now, don't get oh, wrong. no. But, but his team is still putting stuff out on down the low. Well, the team was trying to, you know, do, they, at that time, they were doing some stupid stuff to her, saying some dumb things to try to make her look bad also. Mm -hmm. And which went, then that made her feel mad because she did. I respect what she was trying to do, keeping it quiet at the time, but his team fucked up. And so, yeah. But, but he still ain't trying to steal like this. He might have fired the team, but he's like, I still ain't going to say a goddamn thing, though. Right, because, like, after they say the first few things, you know, you can't control that, but you got to, at some point, Come out with a statement that separates yourself. It's like, hey, this is these people putting out this this energy. But I don't know. Like you said, you, until charges are brought up, it's best to shut your ass up. Right. He, they said I, I didn't have a look, but they did. They did say he had talked to Ti though. So, and I ain't never check out to see what he actually said with Ti and stuff. So, I I but I thought that's it was the just right person to talk to. Right. <laughs> I, exactly. It's the same guy about to fight Floyd Mayweather. So. I don't know. <laughs> well, I will say that whatever. 
mean, and had an army. Remember now, I got arrested, and then we found out this nigga was going to war with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> that type of artillery that he had, that guy, that he tried to take down a third world country. I will say, at least Tory Lanez kind of came up and said, you know, the rumors about the press punching are not true. I mean, he did kind of like to step in and did the right thing at times. But, I mean, he already, so my thing is, is like, hey, uh, yo, where, what is it? Hmm? <laughs> you, you looked with a shocked face. Oh, uh, yeah, I just turned the Cowboys game back on. Okay. And they're, they're up by one. Some of them did. That's why I told you. I'm like, what are they doing in these streets? I'm like, I don't need this energy in this city right now. I, I was like this or whatever. At least, he, at least he did some type of good deed throughout the process. But he doesn't owe nobody nothing. I wouldn't even say anything. I mean, I, I, let, I let the details fan itself out. If it's in my favor, so it'd be. I mean, technically, well, who wants to go to jail? I just said, I know they both, they both in the wrong I ain't sitting still saying what he did was right, but trust me, yeah, is it all at, at best? It was a it was a flesh wound, right? But I mean, still shooting at somebody, you don't know how that shit gonna go legitimately. But it's like right. best to actually, and I mean, to shoot at a woman is like ah, okay, and then you ain't you ain't you ain't any Murphy and Della Reese in these streets. You just get right here, get the bucket and stuff. Just mm. like <laughs> I, pretty, cool. I pretty much more show. It was like a situation where it just got fired off by mistake. I mean, because this is like. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking about with the best friend. Like, if they saying like if there was a struggle or something, like, like her trying to stop know. him from like waving it or doing whatever, and then he asked or him she and, pulled it or I don't know. Like it just like you said, it's just something is missing. There's there's a key component. Well, we'll, we'll never know. Yeah, because neither one of them seem like they're gonna release the information. Corey, give me the dick instead of man. Oh, shit. I hit. Well, I mean, I, I can see it. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. He probably was drinking. High as a fuck, too. Oh, dude. Liquor was all involved in this. That's for sure. Yeah, I've clearly I've been saying that since day one. There's a number of liquor involved to the fullest. But but now that you mentioned that uh, Tori was, was messing with the, the best friend, you know, Best friend probably was arguing with him, and you trying to holler at Kylie. How you gonna holler at, at her from me? Like, well, what the big fucking deal? I'm fucking old girl over here too. Like, yeah, oh, well, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. That's so, what I'm saying. That's when the liquor it, made him slip up to say the wrong goddamn thing. And then, yeah. Well, this, this, this is the other part. So if he's smashing both of them, or trying to smash both of them. Why even put yourself in that situation to be in the car with both of them at the same time going to a party? Cause he a nigga. Gotta drop dick off, bro. Gotta drop dick off some type of way. Gotta be bold about it. No, he he. No, if he, anything, he, you say I meet y'all there. No, he been so psyched <laughs> up lately, though, man. Like he been like he he's just been when he had that core team radio nonsense going on. He just been feeling himself, feeling himself yeah. to, to the high level, man. You know. He did, Come he on, did. man. What do you think made Rick James decide to ch punch Charlie Murphy in the fucking head, nigga? Because he's fucking yep. Rick James and they're psyched up. You know? You yeah, do the dumb things. You just do the dumbest things when you are at a high, high peak when you feel like nobody can't tell you nothing and you can't do no wrong. Think about it. He did drop that uh, that other mixtape or whatever. Yeah, the previous mixtape was on fire, you know? He had a shot on the cover. I mean, 
you can't tell this man nothing at this particular 28. He got all this money. Then he, like you said, he around here getting the Sammy Davis Jr. on, right here tussling with tall ass chicks. Like, you can't tell, <laughs> you can't tell this little nigga nothing. <laughs> can you tell him? You know, so he, he just, you know, so he just was beyond himself. And then, of course, and then he already was, you know, always was, came with the phrase demon nights. So, you know, anything after 2 a.m. is demon night. So, why be around a nigga that say it's demon time? What demons do? Yeah, Fucked up shit. And what the fuck happened? You got shot in your goddamn foot. Sometimes you, you gotta know? believe people what they tell you, y'all. So, so exactly. So, so technically, here's, here's my thing. As it goes along and, you know, plays out, right? Do you think that takes away from Megan's stardom a little bit? Well, I think for her, I think the big thing about her is her performance, her concerts, her energy that she brought there. So with COVID and she can't perform, that takes away some of that. That's that taking away the buzz from her right now. You know what I'm saying? She can only post on IG so much and get a buzz that way. But um, I think for her, what got her going was her energy she did on her shows. Her, yeah. yeah, her shows was definitely what was making her more hot than anything else because she was just a, she's actually a good performer and everything, you know, like she's not, um, you know, she ain't reckless and she don't talk reckless and crazy like Cardi do that keeps people more intrigued to wait to see what the next thing Cardi gonna say right. and things mm -hmm. like that. So that's why Cardi can still stay relevant still right now because she even speaks on politics and everything like that and she doing interviews with Biden and shit. Like, you know, mm -hmm. Megan's it's more like, trying to be a lyricist than Right. Well, yeah, like, you know, she's really trying to be about the music. So what happened? Seattle. Oh, cool. Touchdown on no, Touchdown. DK is he's on my team, so. Oh, okay. So cool. So all right. So um from one fucked up situation to another, uh, 45, man. Break down the 45 platinum plan. Anybody signing up? Hey, man. Trying, you know, you just want to, you know, give us that, you know, try now want to give us some hope out here, man. Trying to say you're looking out for us. And... Well, to be honest with you, actually, this actually proves one big point. The African-American vote is going to be huge going into this, what you call it. I think, I think the money, well, African-American slash brown people, you know, whatever it is. But I think I think I think they realize that the African American vote slash brown people as a whole vote vote is gonna be huge going into the election. It's well black women vote vote votes more importantly than mm -hmm. to the most. It's really that. And my whole thing is is, you know, it's kinda of fucked up. I mean I think we kind of mentioned this before, but it's kinda of fucked up that it took this man to actually kind of just say something for the black agenda. Because I'm not it forces Biden and what's her, whatever her name is. Kamala. Kamala. You know I'm saying uh, to kind of say something in a gym because to be honest with you, it needs to happen. It, at this point now, it needs to happen. I, and I was kind of having this discussion the other day. It's like, you know, I think people kind of understanding the, the power of, I think, I think people don't, under, the reason why we still have racism is not because of skin color. Well, skin color is part of it, but they really don't respect the black dollar. They, they look at it as secondary compared to like somebody who, like say for example, you make two people making like white, you know, white skinned person and dark skinned person, person making thirty thousand dollars, right? 
they'll look at that white, they'll, they'll look at the light-skinned person and saying, well, because they're light-skinned, you know, we don't care how much they make, they, you know, but- you Give know, them the benefit of doubt. Right, but if you say that, that $30,000 or whatever, or they're gonna buy rims, or they're gonna, they're gonna be sloppy, like that man, you know, that person might not necessarily be any of that, but because of how they think that we spend our money, they just assume that, you know, this is where we at. So I think this presidential election is gonna be pretty much all focused around us the people and you know i think i think it's interesting enough that even some of our allies you know what i'm saying i think you know, like i want to say like 70 percent of our allies that's that's declared white or caucasian or whatever case may be i think they get tired of it they're like i'm tired of explaining myself why the hell i gotta keep explaining myself you know what i mean that, that conversation is starting to become uncomfortable even for them i i think i i'm, I'm a, i disagree with you about you know about the, the black dollar I think once we, when they see us have our own, they take that away from us, you know, with the Tulsa, uh, Tulsa riots back in 1921. And then with uh, desegregation, before desegregation, you know, we had our own and we were, some of us were millionaires. And once we, we became equal, you know, we, we bankrupt ourselves. So I think he was banking on that, you know, black people are going to, spend money with us anyway but now they're, they're seeing that oh we they're 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 united they're, they're trying to do their own thing and to get their own agenda out let me pull let me pull them back say hey you still good with us let but, me get you this over here but i saw i forgot who said this but like there's there was a good side of segregation for that reason it kind of you know made you spend the black dollars in the black community but at the same time like it's a difference between segregation and separation you know what I'm saying? We should separate ourselves and right. invest in ourselves, but we shouldn't be forced to, you know what I'm saying, go to different schools or can't go to certain restaurants. We need to make that decision to do that, to invest in our own community and our own black businesses. So um, that's a great point. Like when we have, the, when we built those dollars, it's, it was seen as a threat instead of saluting and saying, you know, we're, we're buying a piece of America. Well, I'm not, oh, well, that, that's my point that I kind of say this, like, they don't respect it, but because they, they already, we're, well, the reason why I say that is because we're just now getting to where you're seeing us, like, really, like, pay attention to the stock market. I mean, it, it always exists there. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, it always exists. But now we, we're even getting, like, low, you know, like, low-income people that's young and just starting off in the workforce looking in the stock, looking at the stock market and looking at the value. Property and stuff like that. That's why I say like education. Because like, before yeah. we were just spinning on shit, you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, hey, we just, we just want to look a certain way. And then once we get older, we'll eventually get to that point where we're owning and stuff like that. But I think now with the new wave, like when I say, like, as far as us teaching our youth how to spend a dollar or whatever, I think that's what, that's what I don't look at us, you know, and say, hey, you know, this young black dude is not going to spend his money properly. Now he is. So now we have to start making these type of statements to kind of pull it. And nothing wrong, you know. I look at it like this. I'm not necessarily, I'm not necessarily saying that, you know, uh, there's not racism. You know, some people just don't like people just because how they look or how they feel or whatever the case may be. I just think that I don't think they actually necessarily respect the black dollar in, in regards to saying, hey, we can be organized because that's the one thing that we said, hey, now we're being organized now a little bit. We, like, like, think about it. You talk about five, you know, that's five, seven years ago, 
us showing up every Sunday having this podcast. I mean, you know, say like this, we're, we're making progress to make this happen every weekend. Now. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're doing this because, you know. Yeah, that's, that's more the generational thing and everything I'll say. Like, I'm always going to keep screaming. Remember, it's been barely 60 years that we've been voting. Mm-hmm. So we can't expect everything to just click instantly. Yeah, that's just how it takes time. Like, it's takes, it's yeah, it's gonna take time. Yeah, and it's, it's gonna take time and take growth. You know, like the thing, even like I was saying with um with Jamel, and even though like Vlad TV is trying to they they've been trying to cancel Vlad and everything now, which I can understand for the for the comments he made about Farrakhan and everything. And I don't want to apologize. I can understand why we're trying to like not rock with him no more. But the conversation him and Jamel had is talking about like, you know, when she said when she got her first million dollar check, like it, it was depositing her account. And the first thing she did was go buy her mom a brand new car. But then her financial advisor got mad as hell. And I'm like, why would you go buy a brand new car and pay cash for it? Because mm-hmm. he's like, well, you don't understand black people. <laughs> I can't go buy my mom a new car and sit there and say, I got to pay a car note on for her, because yeah. it's just not going to stay ease with her, because she going to be nervous and concerned and not going to enjoy this car because of the fact I'm paying on it. But I say it's paid for, it's she got the paperwork, I ain't got to worry about it no more. Yeah, it's like, that's a generational thing that we got to learn, because like they were saying, like, you know, we know the British family, we know how they are. They've been in wealth since 800. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From 800 to today, that's like 12 different centuries. And they've kept money, so they know how to handle money. Us blacks, we're just actually coming into money. So we only believe in shit, paying for everything cash. At least say we own it, rather than sometimes not paying for everything cash. And maybe lease a car. Yeah. Pay a mortgage for a, for a little while to build your credit, then pay it off, just to say you establish some credit, things like that. These are things that we are learning now, though, but we are finally being more open-minded and listening and getting into the stocks and things like that. So it's a growth thing that we're going through right now. And that's where we, we're getting there. But now we're finally doing the right thing in the political side of these saying, now we're demanding things mm-hmm. from somebody, even though we don't believe no shit that 45 cent with this stupid $500 billion plan that he... That he can't make no decision over because we know Congress got off the left. They got to make that decision, not him. So he can't promise. The promises he's making are so beyond false and full of shit. Like, like the wall. He said he was going to build a wall. And that wall ain't even a freaking, not even a freaking half a mile. So another person that proposed a plan was Ice Cube. I don't know. I don't think I ever brought that up in the chat before. Yeah, I saw that his contract with Black America, just like as far as idea, as far as like, um, you know, investing in teaching and businesses in the Black community, you know, whether it's, you know, giving them discounts on education, free education is at a certain level of colleges, like, you know, community colleges and such, you know, different stipends and stuff for, for people that's teaching or, or teaching a trade or, or something of that nature. Like, I'm surprised. Well, I've heard Biden or people said Biden was interested in, in having that conversation, but. Oh, you had the conversation with him? They had the talk? 
Oh, they did? Okay. Yeah, they did have that talk. He, yeah, they put up, and they had to talk like uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They just never spoke on how it turned out, but they did have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So, so, like I said, it's, it's time, it takes time to, like you said, 60 years is. And then we've been, yeah, we were like, we've been through oppression, been through slavery, then what? Jim Crow and all of this for 400 years. And you just think all that's going to go away in just 60? Well, you have some of these same old ass people that's in, in politics. Remember the average age in politics is 65. That is too yeah. damn old to be having goddamn people still making our laws and shit. Hey, y'all been seeing those commercials that Trump been doing, talking about how Biden is old and shit? Yeah, like, nigga, y'all in the same like, age, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, two years apart, like, what, oh, not two years, because what, Biden, like, 68, so they're, like... No, he's like, 70. Yeah, 70 no, 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 no. Like, 70s, yeah. I mean, 78. But, um, yeah, I think they're, like, six years apart or something, and then 45 tomorrow, he won't get buying drug tests. <laughs> like, dude, at least Biden can ride a bike and go down some stairs. That nigga scared to go down the stairs, boy. That nigga shaking his ass off going down the stairs. That should be comical. Hips don't but, lie. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny when he went to um, the Supreme Court judges' um, funeral, and them people lit his ass up and start booing the shit out mm-hmm. of his ass and say, vote him out. I think that shit, I didn't think he was prepared for that. No. You could tell that he was uncomfortable as hell. He was like, he wanted to run so damn bad, but he had to sit there and take it. I mean, at this point, he should be expecting to sit, though. Yeah. Like, he kind of he kind of brought it on himself a lot, too. Like, he, he got real arrogant early in his, you know what I'm saying, at the beginning. Now it's kind of like a thing of, you got to get it how you live now, because mm-hmm. you don't have to vote your back now. Okay. Yeah, and like you said, he's trying to do everything about slowing down the mail system so that the votes don't get in quickly. He's doing everything he can to sabotage it. Then he was always talking about, I ain't leaving. If I lose, I'm not leaving the office gracefully. Republicans like, ah, you on your own on that one. We ain't, <laughs> we, we don't want no yeah. part of that. Yeah, Mitch McConnell already came out and said, yeah, there, there will be a, a peaceful transfer of power. Yeah. yeah he separated himself on that. <laughs> But the only thing about only thing about this situation is, is you know, what, like like say for example, he gets elected out of office, right? He still have Secret Service for at least about a good strong, what, four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you know, so it's like you know, for for him, I mean, literally, you gotta watch his tone because he's gonna be more accessible after his pregnancy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. So it's gonna be one of those situations where it's like. Yeah, because his kid's probably going to go get some time. But, oh, uh, kid's going to do some time. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, kid, yeah the kid's going to do some time. But as, as a rule of, rule of thumb, presidents don't go after presidents. Yeah. True. But that's going to be more Congress doing that. And that's really, the, they said that's going to be more the, um, the, the state of New York going after him than anything else. So it won't be nothing pertaining to Congress, really. They said that's going to be the state of New York. Because even they just said that they starting to finally see some of his tax returns. They talking about in between sixteen and um, wait fourteen and sixteen and some he only paid like seven hundred seven hundred fifty dollars, dude, in taxes. 
And this report that came out yesterday uh, today that uh, the past 15 years, 10 of them, he's, he didn't pay federal taxes. <laughs> right. I'm like, how in the hell is this humanly possible? 7702, I figured it out. What? 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 Create, create trust, trust funds, and they keep, oh. keep recycling. Oh yeah, well yes, yeah, that's where you know you got your trust fund babies and you know no, no, and no, things no. like that. You know, pretty much you put all those assets in the trust, and you can't and you'll create sub trust to kind of break up, break everything up, so nothing falls back on him. Right. As I I figured it out, and I was like, man. Sad for the body, that was me looking for. It. Somebody told me, and I said, Oh, did my research, and that's how he did it. That's oh, yeah, that's what like they that's what they tell people that win the lottery to get a trust. Don't you know, don't go straight up just getting that in your name and everything so that they can't mm -hmm. so you can't be tracked so easily. Oh, don't be wrong. If I ever win the lottery, I'm only trusting y'all. I'm gonna get my ass out of here. Who you telling? I'm disappearing. Right. Gotta disappear. I wouldn't necessarily disappear. I'd just be. Just be, yeah, no, nah, you just, you'd be in a ducked off area in a new city. So, you know, this new environments. Oh, well, not a new city, maybe a new country. I'll still be here. In Dallas. My thing would just be like, only y'all would know. Well, yeah, because I, I can tell you, well, we are, look how I roll now. So, you know, I, I'm going to be good luck finding my ass. Oh, All right, Tony Love, it's your time. What have we learned this episode? Ah, let's get to it. We have learned Falcons are classic lead losers. Uh, <laughs> Wentz is gone after this season. Uh, LeBron fatigue is a real thing. Tory Lane should shut the fuck up. And um, the value of the black dollar can be a threat or an asset. Yes. Yeah. As always, be sure to go to trophiesandmedals.com. Check out Tony Love's post, uh, expanding on the podcast and uh, shedding some light on uh, some ebb tide history uh, on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and from the blog, uh, Big Hand Energy is real. <laughs> <laughs> she has big hands and she ain't scared to use them. <laughs> That's yeah, why Tory Lane got in the situation he's in. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, Raheem Odell, what you got in closing? Well, I know I missed last week, so yeah, Bagels was fun. I, I mean, I've already told uh, Mr. Love all my, my foolishness, so I don't need to tell all the rest of them. Oh, and also uh, Ty King. So, uh, you know, I'm clear. You know what I'm saying? I know how to tell, my, tell, tell myself before I can get on here. Oh, oh, next year has been prominent that, uh, oh, is that a neck raise? Yes! Oh, yeah! You, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, man, he hit it. <laughs> I was gonna get it. That's a drunk face right there. <laughs> <laughs> Ready. Uh, 
Oh, shit. That's enough talking from you, Eptai King. That's <laughs> one. That's one. Before I go, it's going to be quick. See, now that time of season where you bitches can't use your skin to hide your flaws. You got to do it right next time. It's wintertime, baby. Turtlenecks and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Almost threw him out the chat. Um, <laughs> Eptai King. Oh, am I short and sweet? This one got a new red flag alert. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's the new red flag? Don't trust no chick that likes Spice One as an artist. <laughs> Trigger wow. Trigger got no heart. Yeah. This just wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is she from the Bay though? No. Damn. Wake nah. your ass up for the nine three. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming like eight yelling. Come on, man. Actually, no. Actually, that's the that's the second ex-wife. Uh, uh, uh. I see it. I see it. You, you oh, see the method see of the madness? I see it. I see it. You see the method of the madness? I see it. And just having a girl, they had a, um, I just saw a post on Facebook and it was saying, which one of these West Coast artists you like? And say, of course, there's Spice One, MCA. The, the the core of the ignorance of MC8. Wow. Mm -hmm. God, yeah. Uh so shoot. Oh uh, DJ Quick. It had like the real notorious cats though. When I saw the Spice One, I said, oh shit. That was another one of my red flags. Spice one. Damn. <laughs> so you know, so I just, you know, gotta, you know, gotta pay attention to the basically what I'm saying is you gotta pay attention to the music choices. Or what the chick is you're trying to highlight. Just, just tread lightly. You know, we could do this as a regional thing. Like, if a chick's out like Trick Daddy, come on now. Run, nigga. Run. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with uh, BG. You know what I'm saying? A couple of our, our lovely guests have uh, been big fans yeah. of BG. Right. Uh, speaking of big hand energy, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We had one of our guests. She's definitely a BG fan through and through. So. Yeah, or like a chick's out like Tech Nine. Like, come on, man. <laughs> You know, or Uncle Murder. Yeah, man. That's a recipe so, for disaster. Recipe for disaster. I'm just saying, you know, it's, just, it's all about just, and especially if it don't match your personality. Like, you know, that's like complete opposite of who you are. Be slightly concerned now. That's all I'm just saying. You know, that's just something that little like a blast in the past red flag that kind of sparked my hands. Like, ah, you know, I need to put this out there and everything. So, yeah, yeah. Spice so, One. So spice One. Yeah, man. Hey, look oh, at y'all. Name all the albums and songs and everything. See how we know? <laughs> yeah, Spice One is definitely one of my favorite uh, West Coast artists of all time. So yeah, see, I'm MCA. Like I, I like I used to just, I, that was like my people. There, I was rocking with MCA and DJ Quick a lot. But I was cool with Eight, but I was definitely bigger Quick and, and Spice One. Right. So, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's it for me. That, you know, that's the one, that's my, I just put out there the new red flag. That I'm, mm -hmm. And everything. Yeah. So. I don't have much other than the usual. Make sure you comment, share, like, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, be sure to check the website out, troublesandmetalspodcast.com. Um, we'll be back maybe next week. My, I might be out, but uh, we'll figure it out. But uh, Cowboys lost, so that's, I feel better today. Yeah. <laughs> so, going to see what these Saints going to do against these Packers, man. We'll see.
We'll see. Timeline gonna be all extra like we're gonna lot of suspect defense and offenses, and then we just seeing everybody cry about every call the referees make all through the you know the timelines. Hey man, with the calls that have gone against us in the past, we have an extra right to feel the way we feel. Hey man, we had a whole rule named that us, nigga. Cut it. I, I you think I really give a damn with y'all some damn a couple of plays here. Yeah, y'all y'all lost the dynasty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we lost the whole dynasty, exactly. So I'm sorry. I can't empathize with y'all that much, but you know, I get what you're coming from though. All right, man. We'll be back. Y'all be good. Good luck to them Saints. Make sure y'all hurt Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Later, y'all. <laughs> All right. Later. Later.